You'll need proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test to attend most concerts in Northeast Ohio this fall. The federal prosecutor in the House Bill 6 scandal takes the unusual step of clearing someone whose name came up in the case. And a move to let Ohio utilities create energy efficiency programs has widespread support, a rarity when it comes to energy policy in this state. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, August the 17th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Live Nation, the nation's largest live entertainment company, will require all artists, crew members, and people in the audience to show proof of a full COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test to attend concerts at Live Nation venues and festivals starting October 4th. Live Nation's announcement follows AEG Presents implementing a similar policy. For Northeast Ohio, that's a lot of concerts. Live Nation handles shows at Blossom Music Center, Jacobs Pavilion at Nautica, and House of Blues, as well as select concerts at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. AEG operates the Agora, one of Cleveland's most historic music venues. The October 4th start date for Live Nation's policy will affect only a handful of outdoor concerts at Blossom and Jacobs Pavilion, though artists like Dead & Company and Maroon 5 have already announced similar safety protocols for their concerts this summer. Cleveland's House of Blues, meanwhile, has more than 30 concerts already scheduled from October through the end of the year. The Agora will host more than 40. The federal prosecutor overseeing the House Bill 6 corruption probe says Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost was a cooperating witness in the investigation, clearing up public speculation after it was reported that Yost had been interviewed by the FBI over a conversation he'd had with a central figure in the probe. Vipul Patel, the acting U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Ohio, in a Friday letter to Yost, thanked him for his cooperation, which Patel said was an example to other public officials. As Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer reported last week, the FBI interviewed Yost in July 2020 about his conversations from August 2019 with former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder a primary target of the corruption probe. Householder had asked Yost about whether a customer charge HB6 created to bail out two Ohio nuclear plants could be classified as a tax, a legal argument Householder and others made to try and block the law from being repealed. Patel referenced the news story we did, which was based in part on a letter Patel's office had sent to Matt Borges, a former Yoast advisor who has been charged as part of the HB6 probe. Borges shared that letter with a reporter as he argued that federal prosecutors during a private meeting had accused him of bribing Yoast. A proposed Ohio law would give Ohio utilities clear permission to voluntarily create their own energy efficiency programs. Environmental groups, most investor-owned utilities, and lawmakers on both sides of the aisle back the proposal. House Bill 389 marks a rare sign of energy policy unity in the wake of the House Bill 6 scandal. 
House Bill 6 gutted Ohio's decade-old requirements for utilities to cut electricity demand by 22 percent by 2025 through energy efficiency programs that would have involved initiatives such as rebates or smart thermostats. Uncertainty has lingered about whether House Bill 6, parts of which have been repealed, prevents utilities from setting up any energy efficiency programs, even voluntary ones, on their own. The new law would make clear they have the right to do so. An appeals court has temporarily stopped South Euclid Municipal Court Judge Gail Williams Byers from jailing the city's police chief in a dispute involving information cards officers gave to residents who wanted to complain about their calls and emails to the court going unanswered. Beginning in 2020, Police department employees in City Hall gave out cards telling residents who were upset they could not reach court employees to contact the Ohio Supreme Court because the city has no control over Williams Byers' courtroom. The city says it hasn't passed out the cards since April when Chief Joe Mays put an end to the practice his first day on the job. But Williams Byers held Mays in contempt of court last week because she said he did not comply with her order that he report to her every Friday that the department had not passed any cards out that week. She sentenced him to 10 days in jail to be served on weekends and to a $1,000 fine. May's attorney, Kevin Spellacy, is appealing that on the basis that it's an illegal breach of the separation of powers. Mays reports to South Euclid Mayor Georgine Wheelow, not to the court. As the Taliban return to power and Afghan citizens attempt to flee Afghanistan, two Cleveland-area organizations that help immigrants and refugees are working to welcome any potential refugees and assist U.S. naturalized citizens and permanent residents who are stuck in Afghanistan. Global Cleveland and the refugee response are leading the way in the region as Afghan citizens work to get out of their native land. The international airport in Kabul has been the site of chaos as thousands try to get on a plane out of the country. Cleveland has welcomed people fleeing terrible situations before, according to Global Cleveland President Joe Simperman. People in the Jewish community fled Russia and Central and Eastern Europe during the 1970s and 80s, After the fall of Saigon in the Vietnam War, Cleveland was a place where Vietnamese citizens resettled. Simperman said Global Cleveland is ready to help Afghans resettle as they potentially come to Cleveland. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.